1: in practice for over forty two years and author of five books on natural eye care. And today's podcast is something that is seemingly very common today that people coming into the office. It's either called macula pucker or epiretinal membrane, which is basically the same thing. So we're going to talk about how to work with this. Epiretinal membrane or macula pucker is identified as well as the following terms of similar conditions. It could be called epimacular membrane. It could be called a wrinkle in the macula, cellophane maculopathy. These are different names. It gets its name from scar tissue that is formed on the macula, creating a very thin, nearly transparent layer of tissue that spreads across the retinal surface. When this Thin layer contracts, the retinal surface is wrinkled or puckered. This condition is seen mostly in elderly people over 70 years old and is often associated with other eye problems, such as vitreous or retinal detachment, that's the most common, diabetic retinopathy, trauma to the eye. Based on one study, the prevalence of macula pucker was about 2% in people under 60, 7% in people 60 to 70, and over around 12% in people 70 to 80. In a study with Chinese adults in 2015, the prevalence rate of macula pucker in mainland China of people 50 years and older was shown to be about 8%. Epiretinal membranes do not contain blood vessels. They are comprised of glial cells, cells that surround neurons, retinal pigment epithelial cells, macrophages, which is large white blood cells. Macula pucker is typically a slow-progressing problem that affects the central vis- vision by causing distortion and blurring. As it progresses, pulling up the membrane on the macula may cause swelling. An epiretinal membrane will not cause total blindness and will typically and only affect the central vision in the affected eye. The peripheral vision won't be affected. The vast majority of those with macular pucker are asymptomatic, not even affecting their vision. But for many people, it does create a little bit of distortion. Usually macular pucker will affect one eye, although it could affect the other eye later. So what can we do about it? The conventional approach is like, just let's watch it. There's sometimes some surgery to help peel it off that sometimes as they remove the scar tissue, sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, a lot of doctors don't want to take a chance on even doing surgery for macular pucker. So, and if you do have the macular pucker and do the surgery, there's a chance that it might even come back because we're not getting to the underlying issues. So for macular pucker, there's not a lot of things we can do in the medical realm. But here's the complementary approach that I have found to be helpful. One today, using red light therapy with red light glasses, or a red light, about 670 nanometers, which is basically anti-inflammatory for the eyes, increases ATP levels in the eye, because I believe that the macular pucker is secondary to an inflammatory condition that's affecting the eye. We believe that conditions like macular pucker are a reflection of the health and the entire physiology of the vision system. So eating a good diet, avoiding smoking, getting daily exercise, avoiding other toxins are important. The essential nutrients for the macula are lutein, about 10 milligrams per day. This carotenoid is important for retinal support and essential for supporting the retinal pigment. Along with zeaxanthin at two to four milligrams per day, This helps with the central vision in the eye. Omega-3 fatty acids, about 2,000 milligrams a day. Studies have shown that omega-3 fatty acids along with lutein and zeaxanthin can help preserve vision. Vitamin D3, about 5,000 IUs a day. Lower levels of vitamin D are associated with retinal microvascular damage astaxanthin astaxanthin 6 to 12 milligrams per day astaxanthin was effective in protecting against damage from light grape seed extract this can also be used otherwise called reversatrol, either of them these have similar benefits of helping to strengthen the blood vessels and reduce inflammation Vitamin C about 2 to 3000 milligrams per day in divided doses since it's a water-soluble vitamin. This is a powerful antioxidant for overall eye health. Bilberry is neuroprotective and has been shown to improve microcirculation. Ginkgo biloba. Ginkgo contains many different polyphenols and has been proven to exert antioxidant properties. It also improves overall circulation. So at natural eye care, we actually have a ginkgo-bilberry combination in a tincture. Taurine, 500 to 1,000 milligrams per day. Taurine deficiency leads to retinal degeneration. And supplementing with taurine helps to protect and stabilize retinal changes. Other things that can be helpful? Hyaluronic acid is found in high concentrations in the vitreous, So since we talked about that an epiretinal membrane may be secondary to a vitreous detachment, taking 100 to 200 milligrams of hyaluronic acid a day is helpful for health of your vitreous. It's also good for your joints because it's a really good anti-inflammatory. And green tea. It's a great drink that has excellent capacity as an antioxidant. So again, if you've got macular pucker, Go see your eye doctor, get a test called an OCT, Optical Coherence Thermography, so you can monitor how the macula pucker is doing. And again, as many things as you can do to reduce inflammation in your system are helpful. I hope the information I gave you on macula pucker today is helpful. And visit us at naturaleyecare.com. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to Dr. Mark Grossman and the Natural Eye Care Podcast. For more information, visit naturaleyecare.com and drgrossman2020.com. Our email address is info at naturaleyecare.com. If you have any questions, call us 845-475-4158. And if you don't already subscribe to this podcast, please subscribe and review us.